Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. You know, the weather's getting warmer. So, I for one am ready to say goodbye to my jackets and my sweaters and hello to shorts and tees. I'm right there with you, Kate. And you know what I actually, actually, I donned double quince the other night. I've got to tell you. Okay. This is what's so great about quince because I feel like I have really been able to update my wardrobe like for the long haul without spending a fortune. I wore a gorgeous white tee, like a simple, perfect white cotton t-shirt from Mm. quince, but it was a little chilly out. So I threw on my cashmere hoodie also from quince. Ooh, mm-hmm. okay. It, it, like they have basically given me a lineup of timeless pieces that I feel like keep me looking. I, I'm going to toot my own horn. Effortlessly chic, whether it's winter toot, or, toot, Kate. or summer. They've got premium European linen dresses, blouses, and shorts from $30. You've got washable silk tops, really stunning 14 karat gold jewelry, and so much more. Like truly, the list goes on and on. And the best part is that Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. And they only work with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes, something that's very important to us. So look, If you're going on a trip, if you just need to update your summer wardrobe, get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash forever35 for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash forever35 to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash forever35. Hello and welcome to Forever 35, a podcast about the things we do to take care of ourselves. I'm Kate Spencer. And I'm Dori Shafrir. And we are not experts. But we are two friends who like to talk a lot about serums. And this is a mini episode where we hear from you, we share your comments and thoughts and answer your questions to the best of our ability. And please do remember, as we say, we are not experts. We are just podcast hosts. And we do always encourage you to seek support first and foremost from a doctor and or mental health professional as needed. And if you would like to reach us, our voicemail number is 781-591-0390. And our email is forever35podcast at gmail.com. Yes. And please do use both of them. Um, And I also just want to mention, if you haven't listened to Caroline Moss's episode of G Thanks Just Bought It from last week with Danielle Mullen, you should really give it a listen. Yes, it's great. Um, so 
Oh, and another thing I want to mention. There is a new... Get in there with your mentions. <laughs> Let me just get in there. There is a new subgroup, a new Forever 35 subgroup on Facebook that is an anti-racist reading subgroup. Um, I have joined it. I have joined it as well. Oh, look at us. I'm um, actually just seeing if I've been admitted into the group. I think I haven't yet. Have I yet? <gasps> I have. I'm in it. I'm oh, in it. thank I'm God. Okay. Um, and it looks like there's a... There's a poll. There was a poll for voting on the first book, and it is how to be an anti-racist. So I'm excited to dig into that with some Forever 35 listeners. I am too. I'm I'm really excited, and I'm so appreciative of our, for our listeners for taking the in, the initiative on yeah. this. Yeah, it's really cool. Totally, it's super cool. Um. Well, Kate, how's it going? Well, Dory, you know, as I told you, I have been doing a lot of um, just panic reading of Twitter and and feeling sad, yeah, and doing a lot of like listening and reading. Yeah, I'm trying. I'm trying just to like really uh, learn and read what is out there. So I'm just doing a lot of that mm-hmm. in terms of. <sighs> educating myself and you know i'm i i know i'm not even sure where to begin honestly today i'm i'm just uh i'm really trying to like just focus up and listen and read Mm -hmm. yeah and and just like and just yeah just listen just listen. That's where I'm at right now. I'm doing a lot of listening. I'm trying to do do sharing of information as well, but I also feel like it's a <clears throat> a good time for me to really I don't know, dig into the learning side of things. Totally. So that's where I'm that's where I'm at. I also I mean I'm also just ate an ice cream sandwich, which was very good. Ooh, so that's another thing where? that's going on. Cool house? Oh yeah. Mhm. A cool mm-hmm. house ice cream sandwich. It was very tasty. Yum. So if you hear me kind of like, <laughs> I'm dealing with that. I'm also, I've also got that on <laughs> my brain. Uh, no, but the, and the important thing that I've really been thinking about over these last couple of days is like, how can I really listen and absorb and then mm, activate? So I've been doing that. And, you know, it's been, it's my husband's birthday. And so. Oh, happy we've birthday, been, Kate's husband. Well, thank you. It's just passed. So we've been kind of, you know, trying to find ways as a family to celebrate him we are not doing like any sort of drive by people with car you know driving and shouting out the window or anything like that but it's still you know it's it's a it's nice how do i say this there's something there's something i appreciate about like we are we can only really be together with our family and Mm. having that having that time and like refocusing on ourselves as as like people who care about each other as opposed to like we're fanfare and and all that stuff so that's been another thing that's going on over in my house another birthday for my man oh anyway friend how are you doing you know i'm okay um i like took some actions today that i am feeling good about i wrote letters to voters in texas and arizona through is this, oh sorry go ahead i was gonna ask if it's of an initiative and you are about to tell me I'm sorry, um it is through vote forward and cool. their website 
is votefwd.org. And anyone can sign up for to, to send these letters. And they give you like a template and then you write why like you feel strongly about voting. And then you uh, put them in an envelope and you can send them off. Um, so if you're, if you're interested in an action that has, they've, they've done studies and it, they've been, these letters have been proven to be effective. Um, voters who receive a letter were significantly more likely to vote. So it's, it's a way that you can easily do something um, from your home. So I, I recommend it. Um, and then tomorrow I'm planning on taking Henry to a family protest. Nice. Yeah. With a couple other. And what is a, what is a family protest? It is. I guess it is just like, it's targeted to families. Um, so people are like bringing their kids. It's intended for people to bring their kids. Um, and people will be bringing like musical instruments and signs and we'll be walking um, around and social distancing and masks and PPE are, you know, that's, that's what everyone's supposed to be doing. And, you know, we'll see. That's great, Dory. I like it. I'm yeah. Get them started. I took Eleanor to her first protest when she was very small. That's my oldest child. And there's something like, you're like, here, here you go. Welcome, welcome totally. to the world. Totally. Dude. And I just thought, yeah. you know, like years from now, we'll be able to show him a picture. Like, hey, you were at this thing. And like, maybe by that point, he will have gone to dozens of other protests. You yeah, know? that's that is that's and that's really important for them to see. Yeah. And I sent it to a few other moms who have kids Henry's age and a couple of them are going to come. So I think it'll be nice. Look at you, Dory. Look at me. Matt is, Matt is undecided about whether he's coming. He's, he's very nervous about the social distancing um, aspect of it. And which I totally understand. And like, I'm definitely not, not nervous about that. Um, But I said, you know, I'm, I will be wearing a mask. I think everyone else there will be wearing a mask. I will be keeping my distance from people. Um, and I'm like gently encouraging him to come with us. Yeah. You know, I think I, I've, I've only been to one like outside vigil protest um, this week. And I was like genuinely impressed by how people were masked and so, so social distancing. Mm-hmm. I, I don't think I saw one person not in a mask. It was really cool. And I also have friends who have been driving down. Well, I mean, we have protests all over right now in LA, but they've been driving downtown and to a couple places in the Valley and bringing masks for protesters, bringing water, bringing hand sanitizer. So I do feel like people, and I know, I know that there are so many organizers who do this at any protest, bring supplies. There are their medics. Like I do, I do feel like we are in a very serious situation with a global pandemic, but I, I think that there is a lot of preparation behind a lot of these protests. Yeah. I'm hoping, uh, you know, I, I'm hoping that is the case. And from everything I have read, the risk of outdoor transmission, particularly when people are wearing masks is very low. Yeah. yeah. So, I feel like 
This is a relatively low risk, high reward activity. That is something that I feel really strongly about. And so I am excited to take Henry. I can't wait to hear how, how it goes. It is also conveniently not at a nap time for him. So, <laughs> which, you know, when you have a small child is a consideration. You know, when parents plan events, I do find they do a good job of taking that into consideration. Yeah, totally. They do like, because when you do not have a child or you do not have a child that naps, like the second my kids stopped napping, I immediately was like, who cares about nap time? Right. But like when they did, it was like my totally. whole world revolved around the afternoon nap. Yes, so. yes, yes. Yeah, there's a there's another family-friendly protest this weekend that I heard about. But it's like right when Henry wakes up from his first nap. And I, you know, I was like, you know what? This is like, I don't want to feel rushed getting over there and go to the Friday one. (laughs) So, so that's, that's what we're doing. Okay. The naps are, they are important. They are important. Um, All right. Are you, this is kind of a strange question, but are you, are you talking to him? Even though I know he's a, a baby slash toddler, do you talk to him about what is going on or do you like, do, or do you imagine yourself like you're at a, you're at a protest with a baby? Do you imagine yourself kind of also verbalizing what he's experiencing? Is that a strange question? No, it's not a strange question at all. Um, I haven't been telling him yet because I think it's too abstract for a 13 month old to be told this totally. when like they can't see it. You know what I mean? Like, it's just, they're, I mean, they're, they're sort of, they're not abstract concepts, but to a 13 month old, they are abstract concepts. Um, but I am very into like sports casting. Some people call it, you know, narrating what is going on. Um, and so I plan on doing that when we are at the protests and telling him why people are protesting and pointing out signs and, um, yeah. And so on. No, that's not a silly question at all. Okay. <laughs> I realized that it sounded kind of weird as I no, was No, no, no. Not at all. Well, thank you, Dory. Thank you for not making me feel silly. No, Kate. I hope I never do. <laughs> you don't ever, except when I say, like, when I occasionally, when I say things like ringle dingle or. But that's like all in good fun. <laughs> I know. I trust you. I know you would never mock me. I wouldn't. All right. Should we take, Should a, little we take a little break? Oh my god! What we are we in stereo? <laughs> Whoa! We just did that at the same time, and we are not together. I know it's very weird. Oh no! We are morphing into one person. We truly yes. Are. We should take a little break. Okay. Be right back. I'm Sandra. And I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com achieve today. Kate, I feel like we are like barreling into summer. It's happening so fast. It is. And I feel like also with summer just come more 
social events, there's weddings, there's nights out, it's vacations. I mean, like all the things happening in summer. And what I love is that Honey Love has just the right thing for all those events. Feel comfortable and confident this summer with Honey Love's best-selling Super Power Short. The Super Power Short smooth shapes and lifts, giving you a flawless silhouette under any outfit with targeted compression technology that distinguishes between areas where you want more support and areas you need less compression. It's designed to work with your body, not against it. Speaking of working with your bod, the crossover bra, which I'm wearing as we speak. I wear that thing every day. I do too. Uh, It's my favorite Honey Love piece. Let me let me just tell you why. Yeah, get okay, into it. Hey, do you want to tell me why? <laughs> no, no, I was just going to say like I I I don't even need to wear it to events. I wear it like the event is every day of my life. Yes, that's such a good way of putting it. The bra gives all the support of traditional bras without using any underwires and just like sidebar, I have put on some of my old underwire bras lately and been like, "Oh god, like get this off of me." <laughs> No, thank once you. Once you once you start wearing Honey Love, you're just like, no, not yep. going back. You see also, how it like, could be. Yes. Also, like summer sweat under those underwires is like, ugh, the worst. Now you don't have to worry about it. Get the support you need with the comfort you deserve and treat yourself to the best bras and shapewear on the market. Save 20% off at honeylove.com slash forever. Use our exclusive link to get 20% off honeylove.com slash forever. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them and please support our show and tell them we sent you. The summer vibes are just getting started. So shape your life with Honey Love. You know, the weather's getting warmer. So I, for one, am ready to say goodbye to my jackets and my sweaters and hello to shorts and tees. I'm right there with you, Kate. And you know what I actually, actually, I donned double quince the other night. I've got to tell you. Okay. This is what's so great about quince because I feel like I have really been able to update my wardrobe like for the long haul without spending a fortune. I wore a gorgeous white tee, like a simple, perfect white cotton t-shirt from Mm. quince, but it was a little chilly out. So I threw on my cashmere hoodie, also from quince. Ooh, Mm -hmm. okay. Like they have basically given me a lineup of timeless pieces that I feel like keep me looking, I'm going to toot my own horn, effortlessly chic, whether it's winter or or summer. They've got premium European linen dresses, blouses and shorts from $30. You've got washable silk tops, really stunning 14 karat gold jewelry, and so much more. Like truly, the list goes on and on. And the best part is that Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. And they only work with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes, something that's very important to us. So look, if you're going on a trip, if you just need to update your summer wardrobe, get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash forever35 for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E 
com slash forever 35 to get free shipping and 365 day returns quince.com slash forever 35 you know dory we talk to a lot of really fantastic intelligent people on this podcast but i don't know maybe you're like us and you want to go even deeper mm, i'd love to go deeper we like to go deep and that's not only possible with today's sponsor but also easy to accomplish on Masterclass. Every year I get really into the classes offered and the instructors offering them. Like I'm all over the place with the things that I like on Masterclass. But this year I am very interested in the class Redefining Feminism, which is 14 lessons from Gloria Steinem. Okay. Now they dissect issues women face in the U.S., and ways we can play a role in the feminist movement in our everyday lives. Look, I majored in women and gender studies in college, so this is right up my alley. But even if you didn't, even if you're like, this is the first time I'm I hearing mean, those words. I would argue, especially if you didn't. Yes. Get into it with Masterclass, because this is the year you can really learn from the best to Become your best with Masterclass. Go from just talking about improving to actually doing the things you've been wanting to do with Masterclass. And it doesn't have to be redefining feminism with Gloria Steinem. It can be gardening in your own garden or your yard or patio. It can be learning to cook Indian food or designing a space that you love. Masterclass offers over 180 world-class instructors. So whether you want to master like negotiation with Chris Voss, or Think Like a Boss with Martha Stewart, or maybe Capture Your Vision Through Photography with Petra Collins, Masterclass has you covered. With Masterclass, you get unlimited access to intimate one-on-one -on -one classes with the world's best. And right now, our listeners will get an additional 15% off an annual membership at masterclass.com slash F35. Get 15% off right now at masterclass.com slash F35. That's masterclass.com slash F35. Okay. We're back. Mm-hmm. Um, We've got yeah. some questions. We did get some questions. And they are all loosely related to racial justice, politics, talking to family members. So we're just going to dig. We're going to dig in. Yeah. All right. This first email says, hi, Kate and Dory. I'm writing because I'm not sure who to talk to. And I'm just so angry at the moment. The Black Lives Matters movement that has swept the country recently has been eye-opening, enraging, heartbreaking, and in some ways inspiring to see so many people united against the same cause, racism and injustice. A lot of the rhetoric has been angry and rightfully so, given the dire situation of an oppressed people in our country that has tried peacefully to be heard, but has been stomped out. The point I want to get to is about how to deal with people in your family who do not have the same views as you. Specifically, I had reposted an explicit meme about President Trump 
based on a popular rap song and received a reply from an in-law that the post is, quote, divisive and we need peace, quote. She is a woman I respect and love, but I was enraged and disappointed by her response. I'm sorry, does this online post that does nothing to violate, violate your rights and safety or wrongfully murder your white sons offend you? And who does it divide? The just from the unjust? I understand that I will never understand the plight of black men and women, but the fact that there are white people who are not nearly as angry about this situation in our country is the problem. I haven't yet figured out how to resolve the situation in a productive way besides trying to de-escalate. It feels so impossible to persuade a person like this. How do I even start? Okay, I first want to say that there are many resources available online for how to handle these kinds of people in your life. And by handle, I mean, have these conversations. Um, and I will try to do it. I'm talking off the top of my head right now, and I will make sure that we have a link to something in our show notes. Um, but I have just, I have been reading people offer courses. There are some even just an Instagram slideshow. So I know that there, there are people who actually are experts in how to handle this. So I want to make sure that we first acknowledge that. Um, I, my, my initial um, thought though, in reading this email is that I think I would take the energy and the anger that you are feeling and channel it into action that is going to save lives or change lives as opposed to trying to persuade this one person in your life over Facebook. I think you can say, this is my opinion and this is why I believe it. Uh, the end. And then take the very rightful rage that you are feeling and ch- channel it somewhere else. Because I, I don't think ultimately the energy spent trying to persuade one person is as powerful as it could be doing something else. Yes. Yes. I I agree with that. I do think it's good to... I think it's good to call these people out. Like I, I know that we 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 talk a lot about calling people in, um, but I think with these kinds of people, you do have to call them out. Mm. Um, and I think you can say to them why you feel this way. Um, and you know, I have. It's interesting. Like I think that you can engage with people but i also think at some point if they are just not going to listen then you can you can walk away like you've said your piece um yes and and you can you can walk away um and you know it's interesting i think that that minds are being changed. Like, I don't think these people are a lost cause, but I think Kate is right that like, they are not worth all of your energy, your energy, your all like your energy is better spent in other places. Yes. And I, I say that having found myself in this situation many times. And mm-hmm. sometimes I, I, I even find myself like trying to instigate the, like I will post things that I know are going to, get a reaction and i like i'm i go onto facebook looking for a fight and then i Mm -hmm. i 
I realized like I, I could take that and like, you know, do what you did, Dory and write letters. Mm hmm. Like, do, you know, I, I, and it's, that's very hard. Also, like, it's very satisfying to post stuff online and try to, and, and get into these conversations. Mm-hmm. There's something like, it scratches some sort of itch. Um, but, I, you know, I'm, I'm, I think you are right, Dory. I think the, I think calling someone out, especially someone that you care about, like, yeah. we are, we are here to hold the other people in our life accountable for, this these kinds of comments these kind of like these are racist comments right like yeah and i think you know one thing that i noted in this email is like i haven't yet figured out how to resolve the situation in a productive way besides trying to de-escalate i actually don't think you need to de-escalate i think white women in particular are were encouraged to keep the peace as as this in-law says and not be confrontational <laughs> As a person who tends to be more confrontational, I, I, I find this attitude enraging. Um, and like, why does this person deserve your de-escalation? Yeah, they're in the wrong. They're in the wrong. They deserve to be. They deserve this to be escalated. So I don't think that de-escalation is the answer here. I feel like I've come around to your side of things on this one. Oh, thank you. <laughs> well, especially what you were saying about like, I, I am such a people pleaser and I fear confrontation. And one thing I've been reading about like white fragility and like performative allyship is, you know, like you, that you don't have the tough conversations with people in your life because you don't want to hurt anyone's feelings or like start anything. And that's, and that's something I really need to do a better job of doing. Like I really, really do. And I have to put my fear aside for what's right. And I think that's a really good point. I appreciate you saying that. Thanks, Kate. I appreciate you. You are welcome. (laughs) (sighs) All right. Should we move on to the next email? Yes, please. Okay. I wanted to write in to discuss a topic I assume other listeners might be feeling slash thinking. Over the last few days, I've been consumed with social media to stay informed on what is happening in our country. I'm passionate about the, about the Black Lives Matter movement and want to do everything in my own power to make a change in this country slash world. I have a biracial nephew and fear for his life the older he gets, so this issue hits extremely close to home. Something I was hoping you could discuss on the pod and may not have answers yourselves yet is how do we find a balance in our daily lives of being an active participant and staying informed, but also allowing ourselves to disconnect from the news for our mental health? I found my mental health taking an even stronger toll over the last few days while being consumed with the rapidly moving news and content slash resources in the world. And I'm wondering if you have any thoughts on how to appropriately manage our time with trying to be an ally, staying informed slash staying informed, but also knowing when to put the phone down and give myself a moment to regenerate and re-energize. Over the last week, anytime I found myself trying to work out, watch TV, or really do anything, I feel this immense guilt that I need to be directing all of my energy and only thinking about Black Lives Matter. I understand that nothing's going to change overnight, and I hope this really brings a change to our country come November. So I guess I'm wondering, how are you managing your time slash brain space? Sorry for the extremely rambly email. It's something I've talked to friends slash family about, so I'm assuming other listeners might be feeling a similar way. Well... I have some thoughts. My first thought being, 
it is a privilege to be able to disconnect from the news for our mental health. And I think that we just need to start by acknowledging that. Um, it's really, it's really hard. There's a lot happening in the world right now. Um, that is really taxing emotionally, physically, psychologically. Um, but these are things that black people, other marginalized people deal with every single day, every day of their lives. They're dealing with it. They can't just decide to turn it off. So, I'm not saying you can't turn it off, but I think it's important to acknowledge the privilege that we have. And by we, I mean white women um, to turn this off. Kate, what do you think? I have a similar feeling as you and um, that as white people if we are if we are serious about showing up as al- as allies right now like yeah we can't the and what i th- what i would suggest to you is like you said you have been consumed with social media to stay informed get off of social media mm. or make a list of the impactful people that you want to follow on Twitter. So let's say we're doing Twitter or Instagram, like curate your feed so that you are following people who inform you and give you information and who are leaders in the areas that are critical to you right now. And then like, don't then cut out it, all the whatever, whoever else is the like the massive punditry or the things that are giving you anxiety. I would try to move some of those follows aside and then i would i would make sure you are actively following reputable news sources for your news like you can you can get the news from the newspapers like on online and you do not need to touch your facebook feed right so i think there are ways to be engaged and up to date on the news and aware um, and I think sometimes we confuse like staying engaged with the news with scrolling Twitter and refreshing it constantly. And I say this to you, listener, as a person who that is me, that is that is a deep struggle I have. I sit and I will just refresh, 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 refresh. And I don't even know if it's news that I'm consuming anymore. So I, I think that you I think you do have to remain aware and participating in what is going on. Um, but curate it. That's, I think that's such good advice. And I also want to say you can, you can take some time for self care, but I think that in this moment, taking the time for self care has to be in the service of regenerating yourself to further the struggle. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, this moment may last for a long time, but I think that this work is so urgent that this is kind of how we need to be shifting our mentality if you haven't already. And it's tough. It's really, it's really fucking hard. It's really hard. Um, And I see you. But I think, I think white allies and people, white allies, other people who see themselves as allies, we need to make that shift. 
I agree. And I think, listener, you know, obviously take care of your mental health. Like that is... Yes. And everyone take care of your mental health. Like that is obviously very important. But I think you can, you know, you can take care of your mental health while still being engaged. Yeah. I think I will, we can do it. Um, all right. Let's take another short break. Okay. You know, we have been delving more and more into the topic of our skin as we get older and how we treat it and how we love it. Because look, as I'm learning in my mid-40s, as you get older, you deal with new things when it comes to your skin. Not that they're bad. They're just new. You know what I mean? Like I am now just discovering creppiness, Dory. Mm, okay. Which is okay. I visible know. on my <sighs> neck and chest. Luckily, it's a thing. It's a thing. Luckily, OneSkin, our sponsor today, knows all about things like creppiness. And I'm not overly concerned with aesthetics, but like I do just want to keep my skin healthy as I age. Totally. I love their topical supplements. They really help your skin feel, I don't want to say younger, but just vibrant, mm. refreshed. They combine tissue engineering, data analysis, and cutting edge longevity science to literally create the world's most effective product to help with skin aging. I am particularly fond of their face topical supplement. It's essentially a moisturizer, but it has their mm -hmm. proprietary OSO1 peptide to really help with all the parts of our skin that are exposed to environmental damage. You can use it on your face, your hands, your neck. I know here mm -hmm. where we live in Los Angeles, our hands, we're driving. That sun is coming at us at all times. OneSkin believes the Amen. purpose of skincare is not just to improve how we look, but to optimize our skin biology so that it is more resilient to the aging process. They really create next level skincare. OneSkin is the world's first skin longevity company. By focusing on the cellular aspects of aging, OneSkin keeps your skin looking and more importantly, acting younger for longer. Get started today with 15% off using code OVER50 at oneskin.co. That's 15% off oneskin.co with code OVER50. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them and please support our show and tell them we sent you. Okay, we're back and we have an email that... I thought doubled as one action we could take since we have been ending our mini episodes in the spirit of our here for you episodes with an activity or an action. So this listener wrote to us and they said, I know Forever 35 is not for the most part a political show, but dot, 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 we all live in the world, question mark, and it's pretty much impossible right now to be politically unaware or indifferent. In that spirit, my new try it and see if it sticks pandemic activity is to adopt a state. This is an initiative of the Pod Save America team, my other podcast besties, but I don't email them nearly as much as I email you. Oh, thank as God. As far as I can tell, I know. 
far as I can tell, it involves becoming a political organizer canvasser in a swing state from your couch. So for listeners with spare time or a sense of raw terror at the prospect of a second Trump administration or poly curiosity, hashtag bad pun love, or any other reasons, this could be worth a go. The first training session isn't until tomorrow evening, so I can't recommend it, recommend it yet, but I'm optimistic. Well, listener, this is actually something I have thought a lot about, Um, not just specifically like doing the actual adopt a state initiative from Vote Save America, but also making sure that I am active in other races outside of California. Mm -hmm. And I actually I do do a lot of donating to other political candidates outside of California. So but I've been thinking about how I can really help try to get them elected. So I did sign up. To do votes, this Vote Save America action. Which state? I, I signed up for Arizona. Okay. And that was for a couple reasons. I signed up for Arizona because it's close to California. So uh, if things shift in the global pandemic world, I could actually go there to help canvas. Mm. Um, in the past, like I've gone, I've gone to Nevada before to canvas and I've gone within my state. And when I lived on the East Coast, I would go out of state to canvas. So um, that was one reason. And I also think um, the candidate who's running for Senate there, Mark Kelly, uh, who is the, he's an astronaut, but he's the husband of Gabby Giffords. He is a gun sense advocate, which is really important to me. So I was just like, well, okay, Arizona's close. I can do this. So I signed up for Arizona. Great. Kate, I just signed up for Arizona, too. Yes. Let's do it. <laughs> yeah. And, you um, know, former Forever 35 Midwest correspondent Nora McInerney just moved to Arizona. Now Arizona correspondent. Yes. Nora, Mac- <laughs> Nora McInerney <laughs> is in Arizona. But yes, I, th- I thought this was really this was a, this is a great suggestion. And, you know, I I, I pr- we are not a show that is about politics, but we are both political and um, politically active. As we have said many times before, the personal is political. Yes. And self-care is political. Mm -hmm. So we are here for it. So we're down. Thank you, listener. This is a great suggestion. And kind of along similar lines, voting lines, I just want to put in another plug for the organization that I mentioned at the beginning of the podcast, Vote Forward. Um, This is a really, really easy way to affect some change, do some work from your home. Um, It's easy if you have a printer, but you don't need a printer. You can handwrite these letters. Um, And yeah, I highly suggest that everyone write some letters. You can write letters to people in Arizona, so you can kind of combine both of these things. Can I share one more letter writing? Yes. Um, activity. You can also go to Reclaim Our Vote and do a very quick training, and you can get started as a postcard writer, which is something <laughs> something I'm doing. Cool. And you can write postcards similar to what Dory is doing. Great. And they get people. Yes. So listen, there's so many ways to support voter engagement and get voting rights like we there's so much to do so much to do so much to do on that note hmm, sorry i didn't mean to take a very 
aggressive sigh here, but look, I love an aggressive sigh. <laughs> it's an aggressive <laughs> sigh right at the end of this episode. <gasps> um, anyway, uh, listeners, we really appreciate you and we appreciate you sharing and writing in and um, doing the work. Yeah. Thanks. Bye. Bye.